Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Well, we're back. You had a fantastic trip to the uh, state capitol. I did. You handled the show with some cool guests last week. Yeah, we had. Uh, I finally had a guy in that I was, again, Tyson, a friend of mine who managed a bar, and we did a lot together. Uh, and you were in on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, promotions for uh, a lot of country concerts and other things, things with the Minnesota Vikings and stuff throughout our radio career. And it all revolved around booze. And neither of us drink now. The The manager of the bar and myself who did the morning radio show. So it was cool to get two guys together who were in the thick of it who decided to mm-hmm. just stop drinking and I'd kind of take their life in a different direction. So, again, I don't know why, for whatever reason, guys have a hard time talking about that seriously anyways so if you'd like to listen and there was a lot of people who did apparently uh, you can go back and check it out it was just a couple episodes ago but let's talk about your trip to the capital because it turned out again this was right up your alley so i visited the minnesota state capitol with a leadership group that i'm in it was an overnight so we toured the capitol and then uh, the following day we met with local lawmakers. And we got to attend a Senate finance committee meeting, which I did not expect to be up my alley, but it was actually really interesting. Sure. And then we were on the Senate floor and the House floor. And uh, it was just really cool to see the inner workings of the Capitol and just kind of how it all comes together. We got to see the governor's uh, press conference room, which is breathtaking. I mean, the, the architecture and art of the Capitol building was built in 1905 is breathtaking right all of it it's it's cool to actually you know they they don't teach so much civics in high school anymore it went to like social studies and things like that but it's cool to be up there and see how it all works it it? is and i've i've never been big into politics civics government um but it was interesting as an adult it's easier to get a grasp on it when you're learning about it and there was a uh, one of the local guys who is um, an advocate for our community at the Capitol, he's a big politics nerd, and he calls himself that. And so he gave us kind of a thousand foot view of like, here's how this happens and this happens. And um, it was it was like a grown up field trip. That's awesome. It really was. And it turns out the actual design yeah. of it was fascinating for you because- well, it fell into your it, it fell right into your 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 wheelhouse with uh, astrology and your interest lately. Was not expecting this, so I knew the art was going to be cool, and you know I'm really paying attention to the art. So it's there's murals and there's symbols and um, gold leaf paint, and it's just breathtaking. Well, in the rotunda of the Capitol, there's four levels, and up on the top is a dome. And so I'm, you know, looking up and there's skylights and it's beautiful. And then I notice that on the second floor, there's kind of four facets and they have um, kind of this woman in robes and each of the seasons is written in the art, spring, summer, fall, winter. I'm like, oh, cool. And then I look up above further, like right at the top and there's these symbols all the way around in like 12 facets of the rotunda. And I'm like, oh gosh, that looks like a 
the the symbol for Pisces, the zo- the sign of the zodiac. I'm like funny, and then I I continue my way around, and I'm like, there's Taurus and there's Aquarius. I'm like, oh my gosh, the signs of the zodiac are painted in the mural around the top of the rotunda in the Capitol. And so I noticed this and I say to a woman next to me, I'm like, I think those are the signs of the Zodiac up there. And she goes, I've recently gotten really into astrology. And I'm just like, me too. (laughs) So then we're like freaking out and we ask our tour guide um, if she can explain the signs of the Zodiac on the top of the rotunda at the Capitol. And she said, it's just Renaissance art. And that was her explanation. And we're like, not buying it. But you'll find that style of unique art even in our nation's capital. Right, which is so fascinating because someone else in the group pointed out, the woman said, you know, oftentimes in Renaissance art, if there were 12 facets, they would paint the signs of the Zodiac because there are 12 of them. And Like that's just coincidence. I know, and the the other woman was like, no, they could have done the months. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's just... Oh, there's 12. Let's just do the Zodiac. Right. So it just is, I, to me, it was a reminder like that, that the, the signs of the Zodiac and astrology has been an important part of our civilization for a very, very long time. Well, even the founding of the country. That's why I said, exactly. go back and look at the nation's right. capital. Like the yeah. way things align with the stars, the way things align with the sun and the moon. Like it has been something that people have been very aware of and spend a lot of time with, um, long, long, long before we started reading our horoscopes out of the back of 17 magazine. Right. And and, and they came in the paper as well. Oh, they I came in the that. paper. I read them in uh 17 YM. And then you'd read your crush's horoscope too. And you'd right. be like, Oh my gosh, he's not going to ask me to prom. It's in the stars. I'm, I'm seeing it right here. So I've always been interested. So it was just really cool to see the Capitol. But then that, that element that I discovered in the art just was a reminder to me, like, this is an important element. It, it's everywhere. It's just, um, I think we've forgotten well, I think how the, to use it. I think that there was a, a portion of our, our society that uh, through the past, I would say, 100 years here here in America that kind of like drifted away from that. And then it almost became taboo for some reason. Yeah, I remember that a little bit when I was younger. Yeah. When I would read my horoscope. Oh, yeah. The the, the ladies in Sunday school would be like, no, don't do that. That's that's dangerous. Right. And I'd be like. (laughs) Right, I know. I don't get it. Um, But but the the reason I bring that up is, uh, first of all, it's beautiful to see that, right? And then it's, you'll find that is kind of a staple around the country. Mm-hmm. So, and that goes back a long, long time. But then you, I finally, you've been asking me for a long time, I need to know your exact birth time because you needed it for what? For your natal chart. My natal and astrological chart, right? Yes. Okay. And so what a birth chart or a natal chart is, is a map of the sky at the moment you are born. Sure. And that's why you need the exact time. And I was born at 6.04 p.m. Because May- yeah. um, things uh, there are certain things in the sky that change really quickly, like sure. every couple of hours. So that would have an effect. So that's why mm-hmm. 6.04 p.m. We got your birth time from your mom this weekend, and I did your birth chart, yeah. which you can find anywhere online. Um and you think that these are 
uh, scarily. Well, I just, I find them to be, and I, you know, this is, if you, if you map your birth chart on like an app or online. So what do you, do you need the day and the time? And the location. And the location. Yep. Really? And so, cause it's, it's long, you know, it's the map of the sky at the location where you were born at the moment you were born. Right. Um, and if you, if you run your chart and you're looking at it, it looks like a pie graph and it's, there's tons of symbols and lines and. It's really overwhelming at yeah. first. And so you have to kind of break it off into little chunks. And that's what I've been so, slowly doing with my own, um, trying to understand well, it. Let's break them down. Understand then. Myself. Let, let's tell each other. Well, I rely, let's read each other's. What do they call that? Natal chart. Are you going to read mine? No, you read yours. <laughs> oh I don't, well, I don't have my, I'm just like, I want you to, I want you to read through these. So most people know their sun sign. When people are like, oh, what's your sign? That's the sign that the sun was in the moment you were born. And mine's May 19th, so I'm a Taurus. You are a Taurus. And that's like, they're usually like a month-ish, but not like January 1st to January 31st. There's some overlap. Um, But you are a Taurus. That's your sun sign. Sure. And then there's also the moon sign, which is the sign that the moon is in when you're born. I did not know about that. And that one's also important to okay. like your, your traits and, and personality, but then there's the rising sign. And so this one is kind of like the way that you view the world and the way the world views you. And it's the sign that is on the Eastern horizon at the moment of your birth. And this one changes really fast. That's why the time you're born is so important. So you are a Scorpio rising so explain what a Scorpio rising is and then see if I match up. And this is where um, a lot of your, even your physical traits, of course, there's hered- hereditary traits as well sure. that play yeah. into it. But <clears throat> here's the Scorpio rising. Okay, this would be me, Ryan. The eyes may shine brilliantly and are very magnetic and dark. Do I have dark eyes? Yes. Uh, the voice has a deep, strong tone and is compelling. Others may comment that it is very sexy. Really? Wow. Didn't somebody message us that they would listen to you read the alphabet? I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't remember. And they did. Um, <clears throat> there is uh, a special manner about your walk. It seems to have a bounce or swing to it. Really? Your general character is quite complex. And uh, the overall mentality may be extremely introspective, analytical, and intuitive. The dominant urge is to get to the root of everything that intrigues you. Is that me? I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) The emotions are quite intense. However, they are often kept bottled up since you dislike openly showing emotions. That is me. That is all I have to admit. I do not wear that stuff on my sleeve. I was like reading these going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Those with the Scorpio ascendant sign are stubborn and stand up for what they believe in. They are intimidating, guarded, charming, and alluring. So it's... Uh, Scorpio rising, that's that, you. That's me. So now what would you be? Mine is Cancer rising. And let's get into that and see if it's if it's accurate. Uh because we, we also, you know, and I don't like to discuss too much of the kids when it comes to in-depth dates, but we did look at 
Clara's as well, and it's her. It does describe her dead eye. She's odd. Gemini rising, and it was very talkative, very social. She's been to like nine <laughs> birthday parties this year, and that's right. been the joke at our house. Is like right. She has a better social life than anybody in the house, and that's all. Those are all traits of a Gemini rising. Yes, and it is. That is exactly her. Um, so Cancer Rising are the darlings of the Zodiac. They're friendly and kind, but they keep their intimate details private. They're approachable and energetic, but but are vulnerable and only let down their guard to people who they truly know well. Uh, individuals with their rising signs in Cancer are one of the best people to have in your court due to the abundance of compassion they have to help others. Uh, people with Cancer Rising are very sensitive. That is you. You cry at the drop of a hat. I sure do. Television, commercial, whatever. I sure, books, <laughs> poems. Right. All of it. Very emotional. Uh, they're known for being deep thinkers. Um, they have a strong memory, which is very true. Uh, the Cancer Rising features tend to mimic the moon. They have round faces. That's you. And um, they tend to be curvy. Oh. Which is interesting. I didn't, do I you, actually you, didn't know until I started. Do you consider yourself curvy? Um, I mean, I have curves. I you're a fit individual. Well, yeah. Did you spill coffee? You've always been fit. A little <laughs> like, bit. What are you doing a over little there? Bit. Um, but until I started really diving into a birth chart, I didn't realize um, that your physical appearance can be impacted. It's crazy. It's really interesting to me. The the starting to dig into the rising sign, which which is the most dominant. You've got that like. When you tell me there's the rising, then there's the moon thing, yep. then there's the actual sun sign, which is the the, the one you, most of you pick up the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, what is there any of the character or any of the the most dominant? I think the rising really is is really the one. So if I were that to get, uh, has the biggest impact, and there, what I'm learning is astrology is so complex. Because it's not just your sun sign or just your rising sign. It's like how the rest of your chart plays into those things as well. And like, you know, where is... Okay, so not to get too into the weeds, but the inner planets are considered more personal planets because they move faster. So like people who were born in the same, you know, few years, the inner planets will all be different placements in their chart. But the outer planets that move really slow, like your Pluto, Mercury, The further you Neptune, get away from Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Are called generational planets because everyone born within like, you know, a 10-year stretch or a 30-year stretch will have the same natal placements of those planets. So those planets tend to affect the collective at a on a bigger scale sure. than the, the, the inner planets. So all of that plays in to your chart too. It's super complex and I can't stop. You know, you know what, this is going to sound trivial, but I really, when I start digging in, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm like dying over here on my coffee. Um, when I start digging into this and I look at all these, like when you brought up uh, Scorpio rising mm -hmm. and all of these things, I, uh, I really do like the artwork 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, I started pulling up all these images and I'm like, that is pretty cool. And yeah. that's the cool thing to me because we were down at Christie's Crystals this past uh, weekend and I was looking for something. I was like, initially I was like Taurus, but I was like, then no, you told me I'm Scorpio rising. Mm -hmm. So I was like, because I like that, the look of that image because there's all of these cool paintings and and things that you can buy. Yeah, because they're so. like each sign of the zodiac has colors that kind of um, go along with it and different elements. Like there's earth, water, fire, and air elements. So each each um, sign of the zodiac has kind of uh, traits that go along with it. Yeah, it is. It's it's super cool. So I mean, it, it's interesting, but there is an appeal. I mean. I am to, to like the look of things. literally obsessed right yeah. now. And, and, I can't and, stop. And for some reason, it's becoming very popular right now. I don't know why this is. You want to know why? I'm going back to my UFO thing. They are setting us up for some, I don't know what they're going to say, but they're setting us up for some kind of, some kind of disclosure. And I know that the UFO uh, uh, deniers have been picking on the the believers for years because they've been saying this for mm -hmm. for seventy years, right? But I think something's coming. Something's mm -hmm. coming down the pipe, and I don't know what because I think as advanced as we are, and as much as we're getting into space exploration, mm -hmm. and then then with our own technology here on Earth and these Navy pilots and all these other guys seeing all these different things, we're getting far enough down the road to where. I think people are figuring out that we don't have to necessarily believe that just we here on earth are it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And then you get into the dimensional stuff. Look out. It's, it's, there's so much that we don't know. Right. right. And our, our scope of perception is so small. Yeah. Well, I, I was, I even hear, uh, some pretty learned guys like that, that write books have talked about how it does go back to the fact that we only use a very small percentage of our brain. Mm -hmm. What's the rest of it there for? What's it doing? Right. What is the power that we have and how do we harness it? Right, right. So, well, you know what? It, it, it was cool. I, I, I saw some of the pictures that you sent and then I started tying in all of that with the documentaries and, and, and then the things I've read about our nation's capital and our founding yeah. fathers. And I was like, they even had an interest. Yeah, they obviously. did. And it's, and it, that's just a few, couple, couple hundred years ago. You go back 10,000 years ago, 12, 14,000 years ago with some of the archeological. Right. Well, well it, again, there's, there's people that believe the pyramids are 4,500 years old. And there's some that believe they're around that twelve to fourteen thousand. I'm along the twelve to fourteen thousand line. I am too. And just the way that they align with the stars. Not an accident. Not an accident. No. And if you like the Sphinx mirrors the constellation Leo. Yeah. Which would have aligned right above where the Sphinx is about twelve thousand years ago. Right. Yeah. Crazy so, stuff. Yeah, to me there's an importance. To the, to the stars and to the planets and what's happening above us. Well, don't tell that to my sister. It was funny. Oh, you're just going <laughs> to. No, I'm not. It's the funny thing is we were having that chat with Christy, who I've known for, for decades, right? Uh, last week, who owns Christy's Crystals, and she is in 
she's got a lot of a lot going on, right? With all these different things that she's in. She's great. I love talking to her, right? But my sister calls my mom then, and my sister, I don't know, she rides these waves of beliefs and all of these other things. And she thinks the stars and the moons and all of these other things that you follow are like, again, it, you'll find this in rural Midwest America. I think a lot of it, but she thinks that that's still taboo stuff. Some and, scary. Yeah, scary, bad stuff. Jess is into some bad stuff. <laughs> George and Jess are into some bad stuff. You got to watch out. It's not bad stuff. It's, it's so funny. Our because founding fathers. <laughs> well, well, I'm like, George why, Washington was why, a why are they on the roof of the Capitol? If oh, it's God. bad stuff. But it was funny because when Christy was here for the interview, when she was leaving, she's like, it's just nice to to like be able to talk to people without judgment. That's and like judgment there's, just, zone, there's yeah. so much judgment and there's so many people who don't understand or don't even have an open mind to it. And then, and then the next day. Yeah. Well, it's, it's George like and Jess are into some bad I'm stuff. Not, I'm like, there's well, the judgment. <laughs> that's what, that's what she called and was trying to tell my mom. And I, I she, it's insane, right? It's just bizarre to me. It's like, again, I approach every individual and everything with respect for their beliefs. Yeah, okay. that's, it, I don't, I don't, I don't care. That's really, um, that's where we need to be, where we need to be. <laughs> yes. And what we need to be, um, yes. focusing on is like, it's oh, okay to I, disagree with somebody, absolutely, respectfully disagree with them. But I, I always look at the individual and you, you hear me use this a lot, kindred spirit as you move through life. I think a lot of people, especially the older you get and the more experience you get, you find people who have the same core traits as you. And when I meet people who are grateful for what they have, and gratitude is such an important thing, and uh, they're driven by a love for not just the people around them, but the world in general, right? Mm -hmm. And the earth and everything else. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't care what religion you believe in. Yeah. That core trait, again, love, understanding and uh, a really inclusive mindset mm -hmm. when it comes to everybody and everything around you, that is a common trait. That's a bond that's unbreakable, right? Totally. But, but there's people again, and I've said this a million times, a big chunk of what's wrong with this world is somehow if you go back far enough in time, because I think we've been through this civilization thing over and over mm -hmm. and over again. And in the last reset, there's these religions and all these borders and walls that have been set up have the guys in charge of these areas telling each fighting and then they send their minions, which is just average everyday yeah. populations out into these conflicts. It's just, it's insane. And it's like this idea that I'm right, you're wrong, and that makes you bad. Right. Or you're going to hell. Right. Let's go to war. Yeah. <laughs> right? Let's it's, fight it, about it instead of, of like, right. I disagree with you. And that's okay. So when people tell me that all of this stuff is dangerous, I'm like, I've never met anybody that's into any of like astrology or just even some of the simplest gypsies and hippies just roaming around the country. You know what? They all love everybody and they don't want to hurt anybody and they're harmless. So leave them alone. Honestly. Right? Seriously. My God, people. It's insane. That just drives what? me nuts. I should run her birth chart. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. I, I don't want to know. I'm not going to do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, by the way, no. just like an aside on the birth chart thing, because we had some other gals on our trip that pulled theirs up. 
while we were discussing it. Yeah. Um, I will put a link to the the website. It's it's free. You don't even have to, I don't think, input your like last name or email address. It'll just pull up your birth chart. But um it's overwhelming to look at. It's pretty cool. That was so cool. So start with wow. your rising and then just start Googling like cancer rising and start learning about it. Not right. everything is gonna it's not it's not like in stone. Not everything no. is gonna be true for you. Like you're a sovereign being, so you get to decide. And then um, the houses are really interesting too. And those are the little numbers around the inside circle. And you can, those are different for everyone. And you can Google what that's kind of like the timeline of how things will play out in your life. Right. So just a few things that I've learned, but I, it is really overwhelming when you like open it up and you're like, what do all these symbols mean? So craziness. Just just a tip from your baby astrologer right. here. So you're going to put that link up? I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Just, and it's not like an aff- affiliate link or anything. Right, it's just right. the one I like the best. Um, and she has a weekly podcast that she does where she gives kind of like a overview of the week ahead for what's happening with the stars and planets. And March is, I've talked about this, but March is... Uh, aggressive with its, its transit. It's wild. <laughs> There's a it's lot wild. of things moving that haven't moved in a long time. So uh, the collective will likely feel it. <laughs> on that note, on a more serious note here, not not that that's not serious, it's but serious. Uh, it was funny that, uh, you know, everybody's, there's a lot of concern in America right now as to what's happening with the economy and everything else and inflation and this and that. And sure enough, that jobs report came out last night and the United States is just chugging along. And they they added a bunch of jobs, okay? They weren't expecting this. Mm-hmm. And they seem to show signs of inflation stalling. It's not reversing, but it's they, they seem to think there's signs of stalling. But even yet, the Federal Reserve say there could be three more interest rate hikes this year which is going to mean, again, I've said this, and I knew this was going to happen, but people are going to settle on the real estate market, right? Are going to kind of settle and wait for the dust, or mm-hmm. they're going to wait for the dust to settle, right? Yeah. And be, and I know this is a tough time for a lot, a lot of, I think, mortgage bankers and, and, and real estate agents and things like that, although people are buying because they're telling them that even though the interest rates are up, when they start to cool back, you can always refinance. But they're... I, you're reading more and more of this. People are going to hang out in the homes that they have and they're prepping them and you know doing home improvements and things like that. So when the market is hot again, if they want to sell, they can sell mm-hmm. and they're primed. Or if they want to make their home a long-term spot, do what you want to do to it. I, I'm a big believer in that. You know, if you have the right location, do what you need to do to your home, right? You can't buy the location is everything. Yeah, location right? is important. And it's there's such important. low inventory where we live. I mean, a it house is, goes yeah. on the market and it has ten offers and it's and it's sold. Our hometown literally has the lowest unemployment rate in the country. Yeah. Literally. So on that note, if you're doing home improvements, I've told people this and you hear us talk about guys that you can trust. Nobody wants to be ripped off and they want quality work done by guys who have a great reputation. And for us, that's Ryan's Electric and Ryan's Plumbing and Heating. If it's if you're putting in a simple outlet, if you're doing a bathroom remodel, if you switching need, lights, yes, it's just stuff like that. All of the simple things, but you want it done right. Even if you're doing a build out, you need some plumbing work done, mm-hmm. right? 
I mean, these are people, they've been around, family-owned business, over 100 years, and everybody knows that that's somebody that they can trust. So Holly will be the one to pick up the phone, give them a call. They'll get you lined up. They'll take care of you. They'll work with your schedule. It's just a fantastic organization. Uh, they were great supporters of us uh, throughout our broadcast career, and it was great to have Rich and the crew and Holly all along uh, as our podcast continues to grow. So Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan's Electric. Got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. I would love to see you tomorrow night at Tea Tuesday. There you go. We haven't brought that up yet. I made it up. T, t, actually, Nicole made it up um, from Heat. She coined the phrase Tea Tuesday. I like it. And so tomorrow night, March 14th, we are going to meet at Curiosity House in North Mankato. And it's just a chance for to just get together and visit for a couple hours. It's like happy hour, but with tea. Yeah. And Heidi has a amazing selection yeah, a huge of all selection. of these and she knows tea it's and it's, it's a great in atmosphere. the evening so if you don't want caffeine you can go the herbal route whatever it's just a chance to connect with like-minded individuals open-minded individuals non-judgmental, non-judgmental. like my sister <laughs> stop don't air your family's dirty laundry just, on well, the pod. Yeah, it's just like it's been going on for years but anyways yeah that is fantastic um and so yeah, I, w- I would just, we would love to see you. I, so, would, I would love to see you. That, by the way, Curiosity is in North Mankato. Yeah. Off Commerce Drive. It's in a very fun, brightly colored little building. You can't miss it. It's adorable. You can't so, miss it, so. I'm looking forward to it. What time are you heading up there? Uh, five o'clock. On Tuesday, tomorrow. On tomorrow. Tomorrow? Five o'clock on Tuesday. And Tea we'll Tuesday. Just... So Heidi came up with that? No, uh, Nicole did. Nicole, of course, from Heat. Yes, <laughs> uh, of course. So, well, if you'd like to join Jess up there again, five o'clock tomorrow. On that note, we'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode.